This podcast is brought to you by Seekers Hub. To listen to the rest of our shows, please visit seekershub.fm. You can also subscribe to our weekly email newsletter called Compass, where we'll send the best of Seekers Hub's content straight to your inbox every single week. To get on the list, visit seekershub.org slash compass. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Qayyumis Samawati Wal Aradeen مدبر الخلائق أجمعين باعث الرسل رحمة للعالمين اللهم صل وسلم وبارك على سيدنا ونبينا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه وأتباعه إلى يوم الدين أما بعد الله سبحانه وتعالى reminds us in the Quran about the reality of trial in this life, promising us that he will try us. He tells us, subhanahu wa ta'ala, in Surah Al-Baqarah, وَلَنَبْلُوَنَّكُمْ بِشَيْءٍ مِّنَ الْخَوْفِ وَالْجُوعِ وَنَقْسٍ مِّنَ الْأَمْوَالِ وَالْأَنفُسِ وَالثَّمَرَاتِ We shall surely try you intensely. لَنَبْلُوَنَّكُمْ and Arabic is the language that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala chose to be the vehicle for the final revelation. Because of the amazing nature of the Arabic language, there's no language more precise, more expressive of meanings than the Arabic language. No language that befits the final revelation like the Arabic language does. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells, tells us, لَنَبْلُوَنَّكُمْ The lamb is for emphasis. The word used for trial, bala, is intense trial. And the noon there, لَنَبْلُوَنَّكُمْ so it's, we will truly, surely try you intensely. So there's at least four levels of emphasis in the meaning that we will be tried in this life. The lamb, the word itself that is used. The noon at the end, لَنَبْلُوَنَّكُمْ The noon of tawkid, the noon of emphasis. And then what comes after? So there's many layers of emphasis that we will be tested intensely in this life. And this is important to keep in mind when we witness tests and trials, tribulations all around us, that it should not surprise us because this is a promise from the creator of the heavens and the earth. We will surely try you intensely. And this is mentioned in the plural. We will try you all. That you will have personal trials in your own life. Trials and tribulations. But you'll, we also have collective trials and tribulations. That some people experience. Tragedies. 
And this is very important, particularly in an age where we experience news morning and night. Even if you aren't looking to hear the news, on the way to work, you hear it on the radio. You hear other people talking about it because we are now not just living in our own villages. This world is a village where we hear what's happening all around. Before, you'd hear years later that, you know what happened in 2017? There was an earthquake in Mexico. Right? Because the news would take time to travel. Now, an elephant slips in Thailand and you know someone dies, you hear about it. And it's very easy to get shaken up. Because it's not a nice thought that the elephant fell on the little kid. It's serious. But if we don't put it in perspective, it is very easy to feel overwhelmed, consciously or unconsciously. Studies show that a lot of people become deeply stressed by the news they hear. And this is a beautiful thing that Imam Salimi, the Imam of this masjid, the scholar in residence here, emphasizes so often that don't get so overwhelmed by what's happening. Step back and look at the perspective. Allah promises, we will surely try you. بِشَيْءٍ مِنَ الْخَوْفِ وَالْجُوعِ With something of fear and hunger. وَنَقْسٍ And diminishment. مِنَ الْأَمْوَالِ وَالْأَنفُسِ وَالثَّمَرَاتِ And some diminishment, some loss of your wealth, lives, and the fruits of your labor. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the scholars of tafsir, this is why we should pay attention to when you read the Qur'an. Right? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, بِشَيْءٍ With a little of these trials of loss and so on. Why? Because even when you are tested in your life, you may have one test. Someone has some health condition that they're tested with. But if you consider all that is well in your life, you're still alive. You still have iman. You still have guidance. You still have family. You still have air to breathe. You still have blessings beyond count. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Bishay'in, with a little off these matters. Because even imagine the most complex trial. If you... If you just do some, you know, you know, what you can call life blessing accounting, LBA. Right? On one side, you have a trial. You have bad health. Your home got flooded. And I have family in Houston whose home got flooded. They had to evacuate. Okay, so you lost your home. It is a loss. But one of the things that Allah is pointing us to is put it in perspective. Even if you are the one experiencing the loss. That yes, there is a loss. There's a trial. But it's a little of what you are experiencing. Because at every moment, not just you, but anyone else tried, is experiencing tremendous blessings. And the, the least of the blessings is the blessing of life. The blessing of faith. The blessing of guidance. The blessing 
and all the other blessings that surround you. So in that life blessing accounting, no trial is ultimately overwhelming. No trial whatsoever. Even at that level. But then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us, وَبَشِّرِ الصَّابِرِينَ And give glad tidings to those who remain steadfast. وَبَشِّرِ A bishara is a giving of good news that would cause someone to rejoice. It's not just a good news. Like you wouldn't say that, you know, the Maple Leafs won. It's a bishara. Well, depends how, how they're doing. But it's not a bishara unless something big happened. Why? Bashir, give glad tidings. This is give celebratory news. A news that would make you celebrate. Give glad tidings. And if you receive glad tidings, what do you do? You have farah. You rejoice. And you celebrate. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, we will try you, but those who are tried should celebrate. When? وَبَشِّرْ sabirin Give glad tidings. Give news worthy of rejoicing. sabirin For the steadfastly patient. Right? Now, sabr, patience, steadfastness, is very often misunderstood. We feel that patience is be passive. You lost your home, well, just deal with it. Patience is not just being passive and say, well, I'll deal with it. Sabr is thabat, is to remain firm. Ala mardatillah, on what will be pleasing to Allah. Patience is strength, as we see from the sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ. Patience is strength, to stay strong on what is pleasing to Allah. Patience is to be resolute on what will be pleasing to Allah. Patience is not only to accept what has happened, but to be content with it. To be content with it. Because as a believer, we affirm a very simple reality. And it couldn't be any other way. This is reality. That everything that happens, happens by Allah's will. And He is a merciful Lord. He could have chosen to deal with us in any way He wished. Life could be like you sitting at a desk. Creation could be like a piece of paper upon which, God, which, upon which you write, scribble some notes, you crumple it and throw it in the recycling. Can someone complain, why did you put the paper in recycling? No, it's your paper. You used it. You can do whatever you want with it. Now, for us, we, have to put it in, we should put it in recycling because it's an amana. But we belong completely to Allah. So He could do whatever He wants with His creation. But He has chosen 
to deal with mercy. He's chosen to deal with us with mercy. Give glad tidings to those who are steadfast in these tribulations. What is to be steadfast? It's to be firm on what is pleasing to Allah. To be firm on what is pleasing to Allah. So the key to tribulations in your own life is not to wonder, why is this happening? Because, or why is Allah doing this? He's already promised you that He'll send tribulations. In fact, in Surah Al-Mulk, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us, الَّذِي خَلَقَ الْمَوْتَ وَالْحَيَاةَ لِيَبْلُوَكُمْ Allah is the one who has created death and life to try you as a tribulation. The, the Lord of existence is telling you that the whole, all of existence is a tribulation. But there are those who should rejoice regardless of what is happening. Who are they? As-sabirin, the steadfastly patient. So when tribulations happen in your life, what do you do? Remain firm on what is pleasing to Allah. How? Ask. And this is empowering. Patience in the Islamic understanding is not passiveness. It is strength and empowerment. Remain firm on what is pleasing to Allah. Consider, consult if you must, what response will be pleasing to Allah and embrace it. And that response is deserving of celebration. Is deserving of celebration. وَبَشِّرِ sabirin. Give glad tidings to the steadfastly patient. And likewise, when tribulations happen around and we are concerned, right? flooding in South Asia, right? and brown lives matter as much as white lives matter, well over a thousand people have died there. Or the flooding in Houston, now in the Caribbean, approaching the southern coast of the United States. We are concerned. But the key to that concern is not just to sit there and say, why is all this happening? But first and foremost, to respond with sabr. Be firm on what is pleasing to Allah. What is pleasing to Allah? The first thing is contentment, is acceptance and contentment. Accept that this is from Allah. قُلْ كُلٌّ مِنْ عِنْدِ اللَّهِ Say it is all from Allah. Accept it. Be content with it because there is wisdom in it. This is the purpose of creation. That there is trials and the test is how we will respond to them. How will we respond to them? So contentment. But then consideration what should i be doing to seek the pleasure of allah in whatever trial is in my life or around me which begins with prayer any trial that happens pray for whoever's tried the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam prayed for the fish in the oceans for for the animals for the birds in the sky, for crops, right? every living thing. So much so that 
The Prophet ﷺ once pointed to Uhud and said, this is a mountain that we love and that loves us. Why? Because the Prophet ﷺ cared even for inanimate objects. And that is mercy. So you pray for whatever it is that is of concern. That's number one. Number two, consider charity. Consider charity. In your own life, one of the keys to finding divine mercy for you is to assist others. Is to assist others. And this also puts your trial in perspective. It may feel that so much is going on, but there's people homeless. Not just way over there overseas, but right here in our own communities. Over 100,000 people access food banks right here in Mississauga. So give in charity. And that good deed, that helping another is a means. One for divine mercy, and number two, it contextualizes, yes, I have tests, but so do others. So do others. And that's why one of the sunnahs of giving is to give directly, at least sometimes. Give directly, at least sometimes. Because it contextualizes your life challenges. So give charity. Likewise, there is no reward in sitting, watching Facebook feeds about water levels rising. Pray, give charity. Spread awareness. Consider what you can do about it. That is sabr, to remain steadfast in what is pleasing to Allah. And if you do that, if you have acceptance and contentment, and then you have consideration of what response will be most pleasing to Allah, and then you take it, beginning with prayer, with charity, and what else can you do? Sometimes there are things you can do. Let's say you are someone who's active in the community, and you can raise awareness with the government regarding the plight of our brethren, the Rohingya, for example. So do that, because that's within your capacity. It may not be within your capacity to support, then support those who are doing it. And this is how we respond. This is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, sabirin." Give glad tidings to the steadfast. We should see tribulations in our own lives as an opportunity. For what? For seeking the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The tribulations that happened, at one level, we are saddened. What else can one feel but sadness? But we feel no dismay whatsoever. The Prophet ﷺ never cried out of sadness. But he cried, ﷺ. Many companions were confused. Why would he cry when someone died? Sayyidina Umar asked him actually, Ya Rasulullah, ma al buka? O Messenger of Allah, what is this crying? Right? And he said, ﷺ, the eyes may cry and the heart may hurt. But we have nothing but contentment for our Lord. In another context he said, this is not crying, this is mercy. This is mercy. And that is how we respond. Seek Allah's mercy, but be mercy in tribulations. وَبَشِّرِ الصَّابِرِينَ And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then mentions, الَّذِينَ إِذَا أَصَابَتْهُمْ مُصِيبَةٌ قَالُوا إِنَّا لِلَّهِ Those 
whom if tribulation befalls, they say, we are Allah's. We are Allah's. We belong to Him. We have no objection to what happens insofar as it's from Allah. But, But truly, we are returning to Him. That is accountability. Right? We have acceptance of everything with contentment insofar as it's from Allah. We accept with contentment. Inna lillah. And to him are we returning. So how do we want to return? We want to return in a way pleasing to him. This is why when people die, you know, it's, not a, it's not a DOD, declaration of death. This is a reflection. We are Allah's. So we, we accept and we are content. And to him are we returning. So we have a sense of responsibility, urgency. What can we do? And if you have that response, then whatever happens, you will find contentment in your heart. Bishara. Because you have done your best, whether the trial is yours or around. You have done your best to do what's pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's the wisdom of tests. Which is why the Prophet is described. كَانَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ دَائِمَ The Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa was constant in contentment and bishr, right? Is constantly cheerful. But bishr and bishara, right? Is constantly rejoicing. Why? Because he felt the glad tiding of Allah. وَبَشِّرِ الصَّابِرِينَ مُتَوَاصِلُ الْأَحْزَانِ Yet always full of concern. We don't worry. We don't get dejected. We have concerns. But we express them with patience. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us this perspective. May He grant us hearts that are content, but actions of those who are avid to seek the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, who see the wisdom in trials, that trials are a means of closeness to Allah, of the love of Allah, of the eternal good pleasure of Allah. It is the merciful who are granted mercy by the All-Merciful. Be merciful to those on earth, and the Lord of the heavens will be merciful to you, said our beloved Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Aqulu qawli hadha, wa astaghfirullaha li wa lakum, fa astaghfiruhu innahu ghafurur rahim. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen, wa sallallahu wa sallam, wa barak ala sayyidina wa nabina Muhammad, wa ala alihi wa sahbihi, wa sallama tasliman kathira. One of the most frequent du'as of the Prophet ﷺ was that he, he would say, particularly in difficulty, in test, Ya Hayyu Ya Qayyum, bi rahmatika astaghith. Ya Hayyu Ya Qayyum, O living, O all sustaining, in your mercy do I seek urgent assistance. Right? And this is. One of the ways that any time there's a trial in your own life, any difficulty, intense or mild, say, Ya Hayyu Ya Qayyum, O living, O all sustaining, O one who is sustaining everything, including me. Ya Hayyu Ya Qayyum, Bi Rahmatika, in your mercy, do I seek urgent assistance. And there's many other versions of this dua because the Prophet ﷺ used to say it very frequently. 
But this is a brief version. Ya Hayyu Ya Qayyum Birahmatika Astaghith. Likewise, when you see these tribulations happen. But then, where is Allah's help manifest? Allah's help is manifest through, through how you respond. Allah's help is manifest through how you respond. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the responses of those who attain Allah's mercy. The responses of those who are steadfast and content and grateful. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the responses of those who, who are promised. Grant glad tidings to those steadfastly patient. We ask you, O oh Allah, that you grant us that prophetic state that the Prophet ﷺ was da'imul bishr, that he was constantly cheerful in contentment with his Lord. Mutawasilul ahzan, yet always full of concern, concern to do in his life what was most pleasing to Allah, concern to do for others what was most pleasing to Allah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us of those, of those who realize the reality, inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi raji'un. Truly we are Allah's. And to him are we returning. We ask him subhanahu wa ta'ala for a good return. Allahumma salli wa sallim wa barik ala Sayyidina wa Nabina Muhammad wa ala ali Sayyidina wa Nabina Muhammad kama sallayta wa sallamta wa barakta ala Sayyidina wa Nabina Ibrahim wa ala ali kullin wa sahbi kullin ajma'in. Allahumma aghfir lil muslimina wal muslimat wal mu'minina wal mu'minat al ahya'i minhum wal amat rabbana innaka qareebun sami'u mujibu al-da'awat ya arhamar rahimin. Wallah we ask you that you grant us grant relief for all those in difficulty and distress whether in the many calamities that we see or those who are oppressed or those who are wronged or those who are in difficulty or those who are in debt or those who have broken hearts, broken relationships. Ya Rabbil Alameen. But we ask you that we be embodiments of mercy, that we be mercies in our families, mercies in our community, mercies in our society, embodiments of mercy towards humanity, of those who pray, and, and give in charity and assist and facilitate. Ya Rabbil Alameen. Wa sallallahu wa sallam wa barak ala Sayyidina wa Nabina Muhammad. Wa alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. Wa akhiru da'wana an ilhamdulillahi rabbil alameen wa aqimu sara. Thank you for listening to this Seekers Hub podcast. Our goal is to raise $75,000 in monthly donations to build a global Islamic seminary so that dedicated students all over the world can complete their journeys and become Islamic scholars. You can help them by becoming a monthly donor at seekershub.org slash donate.